0: This is The Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors, where you'll hear about many aspects of law in England and Wales, with special guests, industry experts and local charities. Here's your host, Amanda Jones. In this episode, solicitor Emma Farrington talks with legal executive Alicia Johns about the changes in clinical negligence in connection with recoverable costs. The changes are hoped to speed up the process and ensure the correct procedure is followed. However, Emma and Alicia address the potential pitfalls of these changes along with the positives. Lanyon Bowdler will continue to help those affected by medical negligence seek justice.
1: Hello, my name's Emma Farrington. I'm a solicitor here at Lanyon Bowdler, and today we're going to talk about costs in clinical negligence claims, as there have been some recent changes. This can often be a scary and worrisome topic for our clients. However, wherever possible, we try to reassure our clients that there is always a way to fund their claim, which they will be able to afford, and which will not expose them to any worry about legal costs.
2: Hi, I'm Alicia, and I'm here with Emma today. I work as a chartered legal executive in the clinical negligence team. Yes, so the position to date. being typically that costs are recoverable from the defendant in cases so when we settle your case and during the life of the case we will put on to our file the costs that have been incurred in dealing with the case for you to resolution. All of our billable time will then be noted and we will instruct a cost draftsman to prepare the bill who will negotiate costs with the defendant on our behalf generally speaking if our costs are reasonable and proportionate then they will be recoverable.
1: However on the 15th of September 2023 the government announced that it's going to introduce a fixed recoverable costs scheme and a new streamlined process for clinical negligence claims which have a value of between £1,501 and £25,000 in England and Wales. It's proposed that these changes are going to be implemented as of April 2024, so for any claims after that date. The main objective is to provide a faster resolution in claims um, and to make sure that the legal costs are proportionate to the value of the compensation that a victim of clinical negligence might be able to recover. How is this actually going to work? So, in summary, claimants are going to now be expected to have obtained early
2: expert evidence to prove the breach of duty and negligence that you're alleging in your case and to include this with a bundle of evidence along with a letter of claim which sets out the claim that you're making, the damages that you want to recover, and any other information that will. help with the resolution of the claim. Exclusions to fixed costs with um, or will apply to neonatal deaths and stillbirths, although not all fatal claims in general. Cases requiring more than two medical experts will be exempt and also claims involving a protected party, um, so those involving children and in cases with litigants in person because somebody doesn't have capacity. The new rules will enable the court to impose sanctions when the protocol is not followed and if the claim is overvalued at the outset of the claim and then subsequently settles for less than the 25000 it will be subject to the fixed cost whether we follow the pre-action protocol or not. Following the end of the fixed cost, Costs protocol. If the claim is not settled then the claimant can proceed to litigation and if the claim is not settled before the allocation stage then the court will allocate the claim to a case management track. The costs for stage 1 standard track claims are now limited to £5,750 plus 30% of damages agreed and this includes the payment for all steps up to and including notification of the case which can last up to 38 weeks. A further £1,250 can then be claimed for stage two, which is an eight week period,
1: including neutral evaluation. So we will get a barrister to step in if needs be. That's our understanding of how things are going to work at the moment in practice. However, there had been quite an overwhelming opposition from claimant firms and representative groups like Skill, including ourselves to this new scheme. And we all responded to a consultation um, last year. So what are the concerns so firstly we consider that fixed recoverable costs is likely to limit the claimants access to justice and particularly for individuals with lower value claims if the costs to pursue a case are or could become fixed and will not adequately cover legal expenses then one potential issue is that victims may struggle to find appropriately experienced lawyers to represent them this could result in Potentially um, meritous claims going unaddressed and not ever being investigated. This would impact, obviously, not only on those individuals that wish to bring a claim, but is also likely to result in lost opportunities for identifying issues of poor care, which could improve patient safety and result in overall cost savings to the NHS.
2: Yeah, so by their very nature, clinical negligence claims are complex. They involve complex medical issues varying degrees of harm and they do require extensive investigations. These factors often make it challenging to predict the time and resources that we're going to need to litigate a case or even investigate one. And fixed recoverable costs will not adequately account for the complexity of individual cases. So even lower value cases um, we see in practice can be incredibly complex um, causation wise or have issues with intestacy or procedural problems that would increase the cost spent in trying to run or investigate them.
1: Yes so as we've said that there are those issues in addition to this fixed recoverable costs might discourage appropriately qualified experts um, from participating in these cases. Obviously in clinical negligence claims one of the most important steps is obtaining expert evidence um, and it's important to use you know the, the very best experts. Now obviously the best experts often have the highest fees and potentially the longest waiting list but again under the new scheme the fees that experts would be able to recover for helping us in these cases are fixed and they might not any more adequately compensate um, for the expert's time and expertise. We've seen this happen before with our trial experts with um, legal aid rates so we know this is very much a live issue and something ongoing at the moment. In turn this would reduce the pool of experts available that we could instruct for these cases and as I've said potentially the quality of evidence um, which would detrimentally again affect access to justice. In addition to this, fixed recoverable costs lacks flexibility. As Alicia said, every clinical negligence claim is inevitably complex in some way. It's important to be able to adapt to the unique circumstances of a case. So no case is the same and they all involve different issues um, that we have to be able to respond to depending on, on the facts of that individual case. So our concern is that rigid cost limits may not Account for the nuances and individual needs of each case and enable us to to essentially do what we need to do
2: definitely and last but not least I think the insufficient costs would lead to greater deductions from damages by lawyers so that would mean reduced compensation recovered by claimants um, to ensure that claims are economically viable for us to be able to run and as such
1: we're going to have clients that are going to be probably undercompensated for their losses that's another issue there are also concerns that the new fixed recoverable cost rules um, will cause obviously a period of uncertainty when they do eventually come in, and whilst practitioners and the courts grapple with the new process, we're concerned that satellite litigation will be inevitable, which again will have the possibility of increasing costs. Yeah, so having said
2: all that and getting the the doom out of the way, we do know that the changes are coming, so we do have to learn how to adapt for our clients. And in doing so, we do have to see that there are some positives that fixed recoverable costs could bring.
1: Definitely, so for example, um, the objective of bringing this new process is that lower value clinical negligence claims would be streamlined so for those clients they would be able to reach a resolution without the need um, and stress of a drawn out litigation this approach has been used before by the welsh health boards in their Welsh uh, redress scheme that's already successfully in place and is similar in the sense that it involves fixed recoverable costs for those cases with a limit on compensation up to £25,000. So there are some similarities there and that's been in place for many years and we have dealt successfully with a number of those cases. So that's reassuring and shows that it can be achieved.
2: Yeah, it absolutely shows that recovery is going to be possible with these rules that are coming in. Um, And although the fallout for fixed recoverable cost does seem bigger, um, as many claimant firms have now said that they probably are going to step back from accepting such work just because it's not going to be economically viable for them to run the lower value cases, it does highlight that there is a concern about access to justice with these rules coming in
1: very, very shortly. Yeah, so as Alicia said, some claimant firms out there have confirmed that they wouldn't be willing to accept. Such work, however, at Lanyon Bowdler we're not one of those firms taking this stance. So we, as a team, have collectively made the decision to continue representing claimants wherever possible, even where fixed recoverable costs may apply, as we consider that it's important to continue seeking justice for victims of clinical negligence.
2: I think we're really confident that we'll be able to tailor our service in these lower value cases where the fixed recoverable costs scheme will apply, and. see that we can still continue to provide our expertise and our renowned level of client care I think it's clear that there's probably going to be some teething issues and we'll need to keep that under review with what's working and what isn't but a priority
1: of ours will always be access to justice. Definitely it's clear that the practical application of the fixed recoverable cost rules will need to happen in order for us to see the real life implications and benefits and how we can make it work in practice but we will keep you updated with discussions when the rules come in and how we can assist should any of this affect you absolutely so for now is watch this
0: space Thanks to Emma and Alicia for sharing their expertise, yet more proof that lawyers don't bite. If you have a legal issue you'd like me to put to our team to cover in an upcoming episode, please let me know by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. If you found the conversation useful, please remember to follow or subscribe on your app so you're notified of new releases when they come out every Monday. Speak to you next week. That was The Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors. Visit lblaw.co.uk slash podcast for helpful resources. And please do follow or subscribe on your podcast app so you never miss an episode.